0: Episode 16 of Icebreaker, special episode today coming on a Thursday where we're lucky enough to talk to the first head coach and GM in franchise history for the newly minted Winnipeg Freeze of the MJHL. So we'll be joined by Josh Green early in the show and later in the show we will be joined by the Winnipeg Blues head coach and GM, Terrace McEwen, to talk about the Blues, the Freeze and the rivalry that they could potentially build here in the MJHL as the season's set to get underway on October 9th, just a reminder to check us out on social media at icebreaker show with two W's that's at icebreaker show with two W's. And then of course, check out the Winnipeg blues and the Winnipeg freeze on social media as well. The new freeze accounts are WPG underscore freeze. So check them out. And then the Winnipeg blues as well at blues, Winnipeg on all the socials. So look forward to seeing you there. Um, And uh, if you're looking for tickets or access passes to the Winnipeg Blues or Winnipeg Freeze games, those can be found on the team websites. And there's also an option to combine your passes and get passes for both teams to see all the games. So check that out on their websites. The options are endless there. Well, as you heard, there's a new MJHL team in town and the Winnipeg Freeze were announced this morning. And I'm pleased to introduce the First head coach and GM in franchise history, Josh Green. Josh, how's it going?
1: It's going good. I'm, uh, I'm excited to get going. It's, uh, it's going to be a great challenge and a great opportunity for me. So um, thanks for having me on your show. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, of course. So many know that you had an extensive playing career. You played in the NHL for some years and you played in the Western League. And now you get a chance to kind of share and, and give back to, to young guys that are trying to make the next step
1: yeah that 's exactly right i I had a long career um, played in a bunch of different leagues had a a ton of different coaches uh, over the over the years uh, so I feel like i've i 've learned quite a bit uh, lots of different systems, lots of different styles of play um, had some amazing coaches throughout my career so i 'm going to try and rely on um, you know, a lot of those experiences that I had along the way and um, certainly one of the the best experiences I had was actually as a coach last season with uh, with james and and his staff so <laughs> Um, hopefully I can take that knowledge into this season and and, uh, relay it to the kids Uh, um, I feel like I have a lot to to teach them and a lot of knowledge about the game so hopefully I can pass it along to them and and, uh, be a great season
0: you alluded to it you were with the Winnipeg Ice last season with James Patrick and and John Clem and things that you learned from them and just uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit what you might uh, bring to the freeze
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, it was a, it was a great year. It was a it was a learning year for me. Um, you know, first year in the WHL uh as a coach. Um, did a lot of video. I uh, hadn't really done any of that before. Um obviously as a player, I received a lot of information through video, but uh um last year was my first year actually kind of putting it together and 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 clipping stuff for for some of the forwards that I was working with. So, um Like I said, it was it was a real learning year and and James was great uh, for me and and John as well. Just, uh, you know, I was able to watch them, how they kind of conducted themselves throughout the year. James, how we, you know, how we ran meetings and and video sessions and and everything like that. So I'm going to take a lot from from what they uh, taught me last season uh, into this year. And and hopefully, like I said, able to relay that to the kids as well.
0: It's not your first stint in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League. You had an assistant coaching gig a couple years back, but now returning as the head coach and GM, and coaching against the the former team, the Blues. I'm I'm sure you guys will see each other quite often. Uh, what's that going to be like?
1: It's going to be great. Uh, I, I know we're going to see each other a lot. So um, uh, hopefully we can create a bit of a rivalry. And you know our programs are are fairly similar. Uh, in, in that regard, but uh, you know, I'm I'm competitive guy. I want to win games and and I want to develop players. So it, it's going to be a great relationship, uh, you know, with the two teams. and And I know Terrace uh, taking over as as head coach and and uh, resuming his GM duties as well is is going to be great for that team. Um, I can already tell that uh, you know he's got uh, he's got a handle on what he wants to do and and how he wants to get his message across to the kids. So I'm looking to do the same and and hopefully we can have a couple really competitive teams moving forward
0: i talked to terrace uh he'll be coming up on the show a little bit later but uh in our chat uh, beforehand he uh he mentioned that his guys are gonna be ready to go every time they suit up against the freeze is that gonna be the same mindset for the freeze
1: it has to be it has to be we got to be ready um you know, there's, there's going to be some internal competition there between the two teams, and um, I'm going to do my best to prepare our guys to, to play them. And um, like I said, uh, I'm a competitive guy, and, and I want to win. And, um, but, you know, obviously development is, is a huge part of our program, but uh, it'll, it'll be fun to compete against uh, a team that's, uh, you know, very close to us in proximity. <laughs>
0: uh, you, you have a little bit of experience with a, a close proximity rivalry, from last season with the with the ice and the wheat kings and the intensity that it kind of took off on its own we we played it up in the and the media played it up a little bit uh leading into game one but I don't think it needed any fuel added to the fire
1: no I I don't think so I, I I just think when when you have two teams that are that are so close in distance that there's just a natural rivalry that that takes place and and it happened right away with with Brandon and Winnipeg uh, with the ice. Um, there was a few things that happened in in games that that fueled the fire, no question about it. So uh, I I can remember games where you know I was fired up watching, and I I felt like I wanted to get out there in the action. But you know, as a coach, you kind of just have to calm yourself down and um, and and just let the players do what they need to do. You you need to motivate them the, the best that you can, but. Uh, you know the rivalry was was incredible and i know that's going to continue um especially with you know who's leading the charge on both sides with james and and dave lowry and, and brandon so that rival rivalry is going to continue um they're two very good teams um you know i it's too bad that they can't get going right away here but uh, hopefully the season can resume for them and, and they can rekindle that fire it, it it was fun to be a part of um and now you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a different role now and, but I'm certainly going to be keeping an eye on it to, to see how those games go this year.
0: A different role for sure. And correct me if I'm wrong, this will be your, your first head coaching job at, at junior hockey.
1: Yeah, um, no, that's correct.
0: Yeah. So what are you looking forward to most and, and kind of being at your show, it's, it's your team.
1: Well, I think what I'm looking forward to most is is just getting to know the the players that we're going to have on our team. I, I want to make sure that I build a relationship with them. I think that's really important. And um, getting to know the players and and you know what makes them tick. And I think when you when you get that information, then then you know how to motivate them. Um, so I, I want to build uh, you know a, a tight bond with with the players and. Um, I want to set a culture. I think that's going to be really important for me. Like I'm, I'm big on details. I'm big on work ethic. Um, so you know th- that'll be hammered home right off the bat to to these players that uh, you know when they come to the rink. I want them to have fun, uh, but I also I, I want them to work hard. And, and there's no reason they can't have fun while they're working hard. So um, it it took me as a player a while to to learn how to how hard I actually needed to work to to improve. Um, improvement can happen without. You know, working as hard as you possibly can, and that's how you get better. So that's kind of what I'm going to relate to the, to the kids uh, in in my messaging. Um, But it's it's going to be an exciting year. Um, uh, But like I said, I want to connect with the kids, and um, you know, I want to get to know them personally. And I I think that's the best way to to kind of build a team, build a successful team.
0: Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people listening who might not know uh, the quality of hockey that's in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League. for me as a former player I can speak to it firsthand that it's it's a good caliber hockey and right now it's it's going to be the only live hockey going on in Manitoba for sure which gets underway October 9th if you just want to speak to you know the caliber of of play and, and competition that's out there
1: well when I took over as assistant coach for the Blues two years ago I wasn't sure what I was getting into um I I didn't know much about the league um uh Billy Keene was the, was the head coach of the team and he was the guy that hired me and I'm very thankful for for him for you know helping me get my foot in the door in the coaching side of things but the the league was very good I was I was pleasantly surprised with you know the quality of player um, we had some great kids on our team that year that uh, were very skilled they were eager to learn uh the games were outstanding we ended up playing Steinback in the playoffs that year and uh, you know, they were back and forth battles. Uh, Steinbach was a great place to play. The fans were were rocking, and uh, it, it was it was a great experience for me. It was a, it's a great league. Um, you know, BC and Alberta are, are, are great leagues, and and you know we think that we have the the same type of caliber in, in our league in in Manitoba here. So, um, and that's a credit to the players. It's a credit to you know how they train and how they develop and. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's an exciting time for, for the MJHL with, uh, you know, not a lot of hockey going on right now. And we know that, you know, all eyes are going to be on us this year. So uh, we're excited to get going and, and put a great product on the ice.
0: And the MJHL has done uh, quite a good job in their return to play with their phase one and then phase two starting soon. And I know the schedule isn't out yet and I haven't seen it personally, but all accounts, um, things are a little bit different. And uh they've kind of uh set the tone here.
1: They have, yeah. It's uh Kevin Surrett and the MBHL have done an incredible job of of putting together a return to play policy. Uh there's there's gonna be some some big time safety precautions that uh, that the players are gonna have to follow. And that's that's just the way it has to be. That's kind of the new world that we're living in right now. And you know, if we wanna play games, we're gonna have to adhere to these policies. So like I said, the MJ and, and, uh, and Kevin have done an incredible job. They put a lot of work into, uh, into this policy, and I, I, I can't even imagine how much work it's been for them. But uh, for us as a team and players, uh, it's very important to us to, to make sure that we're following these policies uh, You know, if we want to continue to play.
0: Well, listen, Josh, thanks for uh, joining the show, and uh, best of luck this season. Looking forward to
1: it. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Mac. Thanks for having me on.
0: Joined by the Winnipeg Blues head coach and general manager, Terrace McKeown. Terrace, how's it going? Yeah, it's going
1: well. Going well, Mac. Thanks for having me
0: on. Yeah, of course. So you're dipping your toes back into the coaching, as was announced a couple weeks ago, Um, returning to be a head coach, and you've had some prior coaching experience.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I kind of threw out the spring when we were going through um, everything for this upcoming season, and uh, Gord had an opportunity to to move on to Moose Uh, our ownership group kind of came to me with the opportunity to be both a coach and a GM, and, uh, yeah, no, excited to kind of jump back into it. I've coached there for a uh, number of years before I got into the scouting. Um, scouted with the Winnipeg Ice and Kootenay Ice before that for three years. Um, and, you know, really enjoyed that, but um, kind of being around the team last year and with Gord and – when you're around there and you're sitting up as a GM you know you can do as much as you can for getting the players but you definitely miss being on the bench and being a part of the action and you know what we've started um, with the team last year and kind of what we're building you know it's real exciting for for me to get the opportunity looking forward to kind of jumping back into it because I think it's the perfect time to to do that and looking forward to getting back to work
0: was there that sort of let's call it an itch last season when you're sitting upstairs or sitting in the, in the stands and, and
2: watching like you can't really yeah. do anything
0: from up there right
2: oh yeah even in the last three years when you're scouting and you're going and watching games and you're thinking oh man i'd love to try this or do this and yeah you definitely miss it it's you know scouting's fun and i enjoyed it you go to the rink you watch your games you know do your reports go home it's It's a long, it can be a grind, you know, with the weekend tournaments and everything, but I, I enjoy that part of it. But yeah, the part you miss is kind of being in the games and close games and going into the playoffs. And when you're watching those at the end of the year, those are the best games to watch in the scout, but you definitely miss kind of being in the action and being able to make calls and working with the team throughout the year and seeing them grow. And that's, you know, that was a big part of the reason I wanted to jump in Is you know, last year, you know, the team that we had, we only had three returning players. So we had a lot of new faces to the league, a lot of doubters kind of, you know, with our direction and what we were doing, but the growth of our team throughout the year was incredible. Our coaching staff did a really good job with our young team. And um, that's what I'm most excited about is kind of joining. We have a good group coming back um, with 10 guys coming back and then, uh, you know, a number of young players and just seeing that growth and working with them throughout the season is kind of what I'm looking forward to the most.
0: And obviously uh, you kind of alluded to it, but last year I believe with like two weeks left in the season, they're sitting 12 or 14 points out and kind of went on a tear and made the playoffs. That's got to be huge for the 10 guys coming back.
2: Yeah. The playoff experience is huge for, for any team, uh, especially a young team. And that's, you know, we want to build off of what we did last year, but yeah, it was, you know, two and a half weeks out. We're 12 points back, played Selkirk three times down the stretch. Um, so games were very important. Our group did a, a great job. You know, there's a time when you're a month out and you're back that much. It's just kind of like, you know, guys kind of show up to the rink, and so our coaching staff did a really good job of, um, you know, getting the guys to buy in and, and play well down the stretch, and, um, you know, that's, that was the most exciting time is watching those games, and once they start uh, getting some points and we were kind of inching closer and closer um, to Selkirk for that last playoff spot and playing them, you know, right at the end of the season, kind of winner gets in. Um, you know, those are great games to watch. And our guys grew a lot and learned a lot from those experiences. And it wasn't the success that we had against Steinbeck. Um, you know, we played them real well in the playoffs. And, you know, now we want to get back there and kind of prove, you know, that we're, we can be a good team and we got a real good group coming back. So, uh, looking forward to the season. And correct me if I'm wrong, but...
0: It didn't even come down to the last game of the season. It was wrapped up before that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was wrapped up before that, which is, which is good because you're sitting in the stands watching that. Uh, the anxiety and uh, stress levels are real high during that time as a GM when you have zero control and uh, all your fates and your coaching staff and the team. But yeah, when you can get in uh, the game before it was uh, real positive, and then we could uh, start gearing up for the playoffs, which was nice. Didn't have to leave it all to that last game, but we left it right till the end. We were. <laughs> The only time we were in the playoffs was that last week. That's the only time we were in the eighth spot. So uh, credit to our guys and our coaching staff because, you know, we had our ups and downs like every team does during the season. But um, we had some really good stretches in that last stretch um, there to kind of push it, push it over the edge to get into the playoffs was huge. And, uh, you know, I was real happy for the group because they worked real, real hard to, to get to that point.
0: So the Manitoba Junior Hockey League is set to start October 9th. What can we expect from the Blues this season?
2: Uh, you know, with our group coming back, I think we want to make strides and now we want to push, um, you know, to compete with the with the top teams. It's going to be a different schedule than, you know, what we've seen before, obviously, with everything going on. Our league's done a great job of, you know, working with Manitoba Health and, and setting up the protocols and guidelines. So, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of practice time, which is really good for a coach and um, for a young team. So... Um, and then the games are going to be that much more important um, you know when we play them starting October 9th so you know we uh, we have a group back they're hungry they want to make a push Um, and I think we have the right kids coming back Um, you know some real good forwards good depth on the back end and a real good uh, goalie and Cooper so um, yeah we're looking forward to getting the year going here and I think we can uh, you know make some strides we want to be in the middle of the pack, but we want to push against all the top teams. We played them all. We played them pretty well last year, especially down the stretch, those top teams. So there's no reason that we can't be there. But, you know, with a young team, you have 10 new players. You got to get them uh, up to strides. you know, with uh, with our group. And, you know, that's going to be the the benefit to having all the practice time early is, you know, we can hopefully get off to a better start, you know, than we did last year. Cause that's, that's what you need is you need the practice time with the end team. So we have that this year, which will be uh, really good. And hopefully we can get off to a real good start. You talked about playing teams, top teams, good last
0: year. And down the stretch, um, there was an overtime game in the playoff series. I believe it was three overtimes yeah, had starting. chances, had chances to win right against Steinbach, yeah. even though it didn't go the Blues way I mean just for the young guys and and the returning guys coming back knowing that they can play with with the top teams it's got to be huge going into this season
2: yeah that was uh that was quite the game and uh even game one like those the games that we played in Steinbach were real close and Steinbach's a team that plays so well in their in their home rink right so um yeah it was real encouraging and our players took a lot out of that um very crushing that third overtime I I think if we would have won that game, won bounce. We had power plays, had the chances, like you said. Um, so if we could have, uh, you know, got that game, then maybe uh, things would have turned around a little bit. But um, yeah, it was it was great to see that we could compete, you know, with that team last year. And, you know, the, I don't know, uh, you know, they didn't take us lightly. We beat them in the regular season. So they were ready, you know, when we played them in the playoffs. And they were a big, heavy team. So with a younger team, you never know how they're going to respond in the playoffs against a team like that. But our team did really well, especially there where they, you know, they can bang the body a little bit more and kind of get on you a little bit quicker. But our guys responded. Our top guys played really well in those games. And, um, yeah, our goaltending was excellent throughout the season. And that's kind of really the difference in why we got to that point is our goaltending was so consistent throughout the year with with both guys. And uh, when Giannuzzi left, Cooper kept that going um, kind of throughout the year. So... I uh, want to continue that, and uh, yeah, looking forward to to playing Steinbach again and and uh, getting that rivalry going. And
0: don't just take it from Terrace here. I played in the league a <laughs> while back, and Steinbach is an extraordinarily tough place to play. Their actual ice surface is smaller than a normal rink, and they yeah. definitely use it to their advantage. And they're normally a big, uh, heavy team that uh, likes to bang the bodies in their home arena. But with and that, that part- being
2: and that's why it was, so, it was so good. They Like for the one organization in the league, they have, you know, it was sold out all the yeah. games in Steinbeck. So that atmosphere also helps our team. You know, some of the other teams, they do the best job with, uh, with their community support and they get out and they watch the team. And being a smaller rink, the fans are right on top of you. And that was good experience too for our guys and um, it made the games that much better and that much more intense, which was good. And there's no question. <laughs>
0: and speaking of
2: heating up a rivalry... We have a new
0: Winnipeg team coming to town, the Winnipeg Freeze.
2: Yeah, yeah, which is really exciting. Uh, You know, when I was told earlier this summer that our ownership group was adding an expansion team to Winnipeg, um, you know, I was real excited and, uh, you know, helping Jake Heisinger kind of assemble that and put that together and look after two teams is is busy, but, you know, they're getting off to the right foot and uh, it's going to be really exciting for the city and um, build a rivalry early with them and, um, yeah, looking forward to to playing those guys kind of this season and down the stretch, and I think it'll be really good and, and positive for the league and for the city as well.
0: Yeah, and a rivalry it rivalry will be. They're kind of a, the, the new baby brothers that,
2: that might they be are. getting all the attention. It's not going to go well for <laughs> – the Blues players aren't going to like that. No, no, no. And the Blues players, they went through it last year. You know, they're going to be a younger team and, you know, they might be inexperienced, but um, yeah, the Blues went through that last year. So uh, they know what to expect. And uh, yeah, we're definitely not going to play them lightly. We'll be ready to play when we, when we play those guys.
0: <laughs> um, I haven't seen the schedule yet myself, but I'd have to imagine just with COVID and the guidelines that there's going to be quite a few games against the freeze this season.
2: Yeah, the MJHL is doing, uh, doing some different things and um, to making sure that we can uh, control this and do the uh, best job possible, you know, at limiting exposure and everything. So the schedule is definitely going to look different um, than it has in the past, you know, playing more teams kind of closer to you. Um, so, yeah, so there'll definitely be some more games against, uh, against the freeze and, um, you know, the teams around the city, which will be really good. You know, that'll create a real good rivalry, kind of throughout the season but yeah it'll be uh it'll be different you know and I'm, I'm looking forward to that just uh like I said the more practice time um and and that with the, with the team you have a little more opportunity and time to kind of gear up for each game uh, and get ready but yeah the league's done a great job of, of getting it all uh set up here and getting us on the right track here for starting October 9th.
0: And you can watch the Blues and the Freeze play if you go to winnipegblues.ca or wpgfreeze.ca and check out their access passes. It's a season ticket pass and it gets you tickets to every game or you can bring a ton of people to, to one game. And there's an option there where you can combine the passes as well. And Terrace, uh, if you could just speak to you know, what
2: fans do for the players just when they get out on the ice, seeing,
0: seeing a pretty full house.
2: Yeah, no it's it's huge for the players and the players really appreciate when when the fans come and the community supports the team. Um you know the few games that we had last year we had real good crowds, you know, going down the stretch we had some really good crowds and it really energizes the team and the group and they that's what they look forward to. These are young kids um, so when they get to play, it's the first time that they get to play in, in front of some of these big crowds, and, you know, some of these guys will go on to play in the Western Hockey League or, or to, to college, but a lot of these guys, this will kind of be their last stop, so, um, you know, this is some of the biggest games that they'll play and some of the biggest crowds that they'll play in front of, so they really appreciate, you know, when the community comes out and supports, supports the team, and they, they feed off of that energy, um, you know, and they play, uh, play much better when there's a crowd behind them, which is good. No question. And
0: it's good hockey and it is important to support local. So real affordable options there. And uh, Terrace just wanted to thank you for taking the time to join the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me on Mac. Well, there you have it. The new rivalry in the MJHL between the Winnipeg freeze and the Winnipeg blues got to hear from both head coaches and GMs. Uh, So thanks uh, Terrace and Josh for taking the time to join the show. And uh, you heard it a couple of times, but it's great to support local junior hockey in Manitoba. So if you're able, check out their websites for ticketing options. And hopefully, uh, you know, they'll see you around the, the rinks this, uh, this winter. So uh, thanks for uh, listening. Check us out on social media at Icebreaker Show. And we'll see you next week as always.